0: Four six. The
1: The experts on The last one Yeah, you know six. The four six. The The, the Hi!
0: Welcome to The Experts. I'm Irene Marquette. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And you are joining us at the start of a whole new series. A new adventure,
1: a new journey. A new thing to learn about and discover right along with us. Yes. On our journey to become experts. To become experts. And the topic for this new session is... Erotica. erotica
0: and if you haven't listened to any of the episodes before this up until now we've been covering Anna Nicole Smith that was our last series so if you go back you can listen to all of the things that we had to say about Anna Nicole
1: that's right they're these are all standalone
0: things. they're standalone yeah they're pop like, in pop out yeah enjoy yourself yeah we're professors and our course (laughs) is drop in so you can drop in whenever you please yeah
1: and it's pass fail and as far as I'm concerned
0: you're all passing that's right congratulations as long as you download rate and subscribe (laughs) you get an a
1: so this time we're talking about erotica
0: and um, for our first um, episode on erotica we decided to start with the I think the biggest piece of erotica in our that in our time in our lifetimes I guess
1: I think that I don't I don't know what is bigger than this no
0: this is when I think of modern erotica I can't think of anything that um has done better than this that I've ever seen or experienced and it scandalized the nation it
1: did scandalize two nations yes multiple nations yes it was banned um all kinds of places oh wow uh and this book is 50 shades Shades of gray Gray, g-r-e-y
0: by e.l james
1: it was published june 20th 2001 it was self-published after uh she had Put it on her blog. Yeah.
0: So this book began as, like so many things do, as Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> um, I don't think a lot of people know that. Really? I don't know. So Twilight, of course, is the famous slash infamous series of novels and movies about a young teenage girl who falls in love with a vampire, mysterious hundred and something year old vampire. And goes to live with him and kills herself to have his child. And um, Aggie and I
1: saw all of these movies in the theater together when we lived in Chicago. Yeah,
0: every time a new one would come out, we would walk down to the Davis, which was like our local movie theater. Yes, and just watch and freak out
1: <laughs> and just truly freak out because I never read any of the books and I was really blown away I, by yeah the story and the relationship and just how fucking crazy it all was it was
0: insane I worked in a children's bookstore when the first Twilight was really popular so I read it then um I was horrified I didn't know very much about it though I don't think I really understood the depths of my fascination until the movies started to come out and then I think the movies really pushed me over the edge
1: Yeah, they definitely did.
0: (laughs) Although I think the book, which the first book definitely has quite a bit of um, religious symbolism. Well, the writer is
1: Mormon, correct? Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, There's a lot of Christian imagery. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, A lot of repression. A a lot lot of, of, uh, yes. uh, Obedience.
0: Yeah, obedience is a theme in both, in both of these books. A strong yeah. theme. Um, I think it's analyzed more closely in Fifty Shades.
1: Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, it has to be just because of the nature of their relationship.
0: Um, so let's get into the plot of the book. So the, the we this is there are three books and three movies. Um, In the Fifty Shades franchise We read the first book um, Which is
1: is, It's about a young woman She's 21 years old She's a college senior Her
0: name is Anastasia Steele Anastasia Steele (laughs) But uh, come to find out Which I only learned through reading this book She likes to be called Anna She does like to be called Anna But he likes to call her Miss Steele They call each other Miss Steele and Mr. Gray Which starts off as like because they're both weird, and then I think... Continues because they're both weird? I think at the end, it's, like, a playful... Like, I think they're, like, joking. Like, in a, like, gaslighting way? No, I don't think it's gaslighting at all. (laughs) I have so many... I love this book.
1: I I... I'm glad to hear
0: it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Like I did not expect to like it. Uh, this is a 560 page yeah, book. Yeah,
1: it's very it is a lengthy tome.
0: Yes, and I have been like downloading it into my brain and like to be honest, I will miss it. There's two more books and I'm, there's three movies. I know and I'm going to read all of them. I liked it. Uh
1: I have one question.
0: Yeah. Does he get pegged? He did get pegged by an old lady. Yeah, when he was a sub. When right? he was a boy, when he was a child. Well,
1: that's not what I want. I want I want her to do it to him oh. in a consensual way.
0: I think she will. Okay, so quick let's just tell you quickly the story. Okay. So uh, Anastasia
1: still, She's a college student whose roommate is a journalist. Yeah. And her roommate is too sick to do
0: her job, so she sends. Her roommate's name is Kate Cavanaugh. Kate
1: Cavanaugh, daughter Kavanaugh, of Red. Yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> we get the Kavanaugh's in there right away.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Puts us in that right state of mind. Uh, so she has to go interview an
0: elusive and allegedly charismatic billionaire, who, right off the bat, you know, is going to be a fucking pervert. Because why would any like billionaire CEO Agree to be interviewed by a young college College paper?
1: Yeah call the police
0: I mean obviously he's a freak Obviously he's like mining for girls To like seduce and destroy And he finds one
1: He definitely finds, I mean, she's a real fish in a barrel uh, and she has an immediate attraction to him. He shows up at her job, which is a hardware store. Yes. He buys all kinds of freaky tools. He buys zip ties, masking tape. It's all like
0: S&M shit. Rope. Rope. He makes her measure out like yards of rope. Okay.
1: If you were at work and a man that you had a crush on came in and he's like, I need to buy masking tape rope zip ties your brain would immediately go to oh he's a sex maniac and he's gonna kill somebody
0: (laughs) it seemed like it's like a kill kit for a serial killer it was like (laughs) btk had the same shit
1: (laughs) all you needed was like a shovel and like a tarp and <laughs> yeah, I thought
0: he did buy like a tarp. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. No, because but,
1: everything's like red leather in his yeah. dirty little room, and he is not into piss play. They make that very. Yeah, he's clear. not
0: into piss play. No That's choking, he draws no piss play. Which is like very prudish. Good. good for him, but I've done both, so I Ooh. guess I'm better than him.
1: Yeah, fuck you, fuck you Christian. Gray.
0: It's just because you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so he shows up at her work and buys all this S&M shit and she's like I wonder what he wants that for um, and then just sort of like hangs out with her friends and then he is like
1: I want to
0: bring you to Seattle with
1: me I also am a pilot so she yeah. drew, she gets in his helicopter
0: He can fly his helicopter.
1: Yes, while like (laughs) making her crazy wet. So she goes to Seattle with him, but not before shaving her entire body on the advice of her friend.
0: Yeah, her friend's like a big slut and also like supposed to be super hot, but they kind of talk about that every once in a while.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of emphasis placed on how Anastasia steals is uh like a little frumpy like a little nerdy like
0: i think she's supposed to be like she's got a smoking hot bod for sure yes but it's like hidden under overalls she's like she's beautiful how's that song go where it's like you don't know that you're beautiful and that's what makes you beautiful no who is that i think it's a jonas Brothers song john Mayer. oh okay But that's her whole thing. She doesn't know that she's beautiful. She doesn't
1: know it. Like, and I feel like that is such a uh, integral part of the fantasy of this.
0: Because it's like, what if you find out you were so beautiful that like some billionaire was like, I must have you and I'm going to change my entire life for you.
1: Yes, you are the one. It's you.
0: You're the only thing I I can have anything. And you have zero personality.
1: (laughs) But so does he. So it's a match made in heaven. Match made in hell that's for sure hell would be interesting
0: so they okay so they fly around on the helicopter he brings her to her
1: his house and she's like she thinks she's being all bold and cool and she's like oh are you gonna make love to me and he's like i don't make love i fuck yeah hard yeah
0: it's like all right it's like fuck you at that point any it's like you are saving whatever (laughs) i don't understand she's like oh my god like she can't um she can't handle like any kind of like sexual she's a virgin she's never had yes sex.
1: that's the big reveal what was su- something that was surprising to me about this is that like the first actual sex scene doesn't happen until like a hundred pages into the
0: book yes and hands down my favorite part is le- is before the sex happens I mean I think that's for sure the most interesting those are the most interesting parts to me
1: yeah I completely agree and uh yeah, once it's like the cat's out of the bag, it's like, okay, so now I'm just going to read about yeah, all so the different ways
0: that they are getting fingered. Yeah, so they have like a lot of sex in this book, obviously. Like that's it's a huge famous part it. of it. But the relationship is so interesting.
1: It's weird. Yeah. It's fr- like right from go, it's strange. Yeah. So the first time they have said That's a kink shame. None of this is kink shaming, by the way. We're just evaluating a piece of literature. Well, the kink community hated this book. Yeah. With, I think, good reason. It's like I was reading through their concerns and they seem completely uh, valid and important and kind of like disturbing when you think, we didn't say this before, but 125 million copies of the book was sold by 2015.
0: Okay, so she loses her virginity to him. He shows her his red room and she's like, that's not for me. Yeah. She won't go in the red room, but she sees it. She sees it. And she's like, no. And he has sex with her, like vanilla sex with her, which is like, he's like,
1: I've never had vanilla sex
0: before. He's never done it before, but he's willing to do it with her and they have sex and it's like so great. And like, he's got a huge dick and he won't let her look at him or like touch him.
1: Yeah, he she like catches a glimpse when he's climbing out of a hot tub later.
0: Yeah. And then he's
1: like, I can't fuck you now. Your pussy's too sore because you were a virgin. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. He like knows Yeah, he's like he can do everything for her. He knows everything about her. He knows her body. They have sex so much. She's constantly like exhausted and like throbbing. And like every scene where they're not having sex, she's like, and then I like Dumbled around and like I needed To like put water on my face like I was exhausted like it was so many scenes are just her being Like falling asleep because she's so- been Fucked so hard <laughs> that's like a lot Of the time that they're not having sex
1: Meanwhile he's just like getting more Power from her. yeah he gets more And more power
0: <laughs> and, she gets weaker and weaker.
1: <laughs> That is the twilight story though yeah, for sure Because
0: he's like as As this is happening he's like running an Empire he's like making billions of dollars And in- she keeps walking in on him on the phone and he be like whoa lost a lot of money on that deal like let's forgot work on that merger and he's like his company is like holdings and acquisitions or something like no but what i don't know what that is
1: (laughs) it's so crazy okay what's that american psycho thing i work in
0: murders and do you oh yeah yeah what is that i don't uh, remember. remember
1: you know what i'm talking about though
0: yeah it's like mergers and acquisitions but it's like murders and something else yes and it's like it's like one of those parts of it where it's like You don't know if he really said it Or if like everybody's joking And like no one's really listening to no each one's other listening. Oh god I love that movie Yeah it's really great Yeah. Okay so they have sex She Whatever some other stuff happens And he comes to, oh, I just remember like when he comes to speak at her graduation Talk about I about may it. have been skipping some parts of it <laughs> <laughs> So well, she goes to her graduation and then surprise,
1: surprise. No, she knows
0: because that's why she interviewed him. Because he's going to be the speaker? Yeah, that's why That's why he was going to be interviewed in the first place for the school newspaper because he's like the speaker at the graduation.
1: Oh, well, now it makes more sense that they set that
0: up. Yeah, and it makes more sense that he would do it, I guess.
1: Yeah, so okay, that's not creepy. I that mean, it um, is
0: creepy, well, but...
1: Yeah, but we were saying that like he had like basically a sex ring and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be interviewed for your thing. I still think that. okay.
0: I still think it. You can be give a speech and still be a pervert. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's been proven time and I time again. I mean, that's again. what like
0: this entire fucking garbage country is based on. is like giving <laughs> great speeches and being a huge pervert. That's they don't it. even have to be great. They just have to be they're like fair to middling speeches. Just make it through to the end of it. Yeah. Just like be
1: loud enough to block out the sound of the screaming inside my own head. Exactly. You have my vote. Which,
0: which Christian Grey is not no okay
1: I can't imagine okay we uh, sorry sorry please continue
0: okay so uh he gives a speech at her graduation and at this point she realizes that he suffered from hunger as a child
1: and and
0: remembers that he was adopted at the age of four and she has to know more um and um in his another big part of his like A big part of his personality and the reason that she thinks that he's a good person is he's investing in this other university that's not hers. And he wants to basically, like, bring GMOs to, like, Africa or something to, like, feed the world's poor and hungry because he went hungry as a child. And to me, I'm like, oh, you're like a creepy Monsanto monster. But in the book, that's uh, that's evidence of his, like, humanitarian work and philanthropy. I have nothing to add. So she's moved by his speech. He meets her stepdad, who's also her dad. She calls him dad. And sometimes (laughs) she calls him by her stepdad's, by her, by his, whatever. I don't know. It's her. Her mom is like a big slut who's been married a bunch of times. (laughs) She's been married four times. um, And she, but the third husband or the second husband is the one that like, Anastasia Steele considers to be her father because her real father died in a like a tr- basic training accident in the Marines. What year would that have been? I don't know. Like what year? What war was it? I guess like the Gulf War. OK, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um. OK, so. So he, he comes, wants her
1: to sign a contract. but Her mom
0: can't come because her mom's new husband hurt his foot. <laughs>
1: She can't come to the graduation. (laughs) You know, you work so hard. And then the people that you want to support
0: you just aren't around. I guess. (laughs) Okay, so um, are we going to talk about his rules later? Well, when does it come up, the contract? The contract doesn't come up for a little while.
1: No, it comes up like pretty early, like during uh, when he flies her to Seattle to fuck her for the first time, before he finds out she's a virgin he like presents her with a contract and it's all that like no peepee
0: no oh that's in that first part yes oh i just remember because it's like she gets it like delivered to her house or something like she's reading it over and she's like uh and that's when she's like i won't even read the part about the food which is like the part that i wanted to read the most i know me too because he in his he's con- crazy he's crazy and like part of his contract is like it says what food she's allowed to eat. That's and he gets her a personal trainer or he's going to get her a personal trainer that it's going to come four times a week.
1: Don't you think that if she's perfect right now, like why would he mess with that?
0: She finds out later when they fuck so hard because she's like, oh, and now I see why. It's because it's like we like it's, exercise. it's so um, yeah, like she needs to be like in ready to have sex with him. She has to be in good the stamina, shape. the stamina. She doesn't have the stamina, so she has to work out to get it, Ugh. but I think their sex would be enough of a workout because my God, when they get together, like that's all they do. They, they just have like the weirdest sex all the time. That's all they do. And then like occasionally like go, they have sex and then they go and have dinner with each other's parents. that's it <laughs> 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 They never like hang out or like, they never like see a movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's like kind of, uh, that like, is like representative of a certain period of time.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's like a not weird Thing for like the if beginning like Of a relationship yeah. and it's also like When you're starting a relationship it's like Crazy I also there This is supposed to be like the first like Month of their relationship Which yeah. is always fraught It always has a lot of weird shit Really exciting A lot of like where is this going There's a lot of anxiety yes. and a lot of excitement You know yeah it's totally Normal so I I Feel like I will give it Some slack and like see it i I think it's like realistic the way that that excitement is portrayed.
1: Yes, um, I think so,
0: too. A lot of the book is dedicated to emails between the two of them. <laughs> and I think that that was really realistic because, you know, it's so much of it is about like who's texting, who's doing, you know what I mean? Like, what did yes. they say? And so, I mean, is it compelling? Not always. Is it realistic? Yes.
1: Well, he also buys her a computer. She didn't have a computer he before He buys this. her a
0: computer, and they act like the computer is, like, the most, like, high-tech incredible thing anyone's ever seen it's a macbook and this is in 2011 yeah if you didn't you she's never had a computer before and They're like what is this i mean and this guy comes in, sets it up and he's like oh this is amazing oh wow what are you gonna use this for and she's like uh just emails and he's like oh this is way more high tech than that and it's like every fucking bitch in the world had this fucking computer like she, her roommate has the exact same computer
1: yeah, there's a naivete to her that is really That's like confusing. kind of
0: reminiscent to the way like maybe a middle-aged woman in England might think about computers <laughs> and texting. Uh. <laughs> Instead of like a 20-year-old college student in <laughs> <laughs> Seattle. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who would probably have like a Tumblr. So
0: uh, Christian spanks Anna. He spanks her and he does. Oh, and he only speaks in like. These people speak like morons. <laughs> Christian, one of his first things he says is like, he quotes Harvey Firestone, the guy that invented Firestone tires. <laughs> first, I thought it was Harvey Firesteen. Me too, and I was screaming. I, I was like, what the fuck? But then I Googled the guy, and it was like Firestone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and- he's such a young Republican
1: and he's so um, crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. I just wrote, farming is philanthropic, question mark. No, stupid. <laughs> but then, yeah, there's another quote where he goes, like, he says, the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. And stuff like that. Is that like, Robert Evans? I don't fucking no. It's not. <laughs> um, it's just, like, all of these, like, weird, he just quotes like famous businessmen who associated with Nazis or were Nazis, Henry Ford. And then they just speak in platitudes.
1: I, um, he was a real, uh, like dark spot of this to me because I did not find him like attractive or interesting. And his descriptions were so like he didn't seem like a man that I would enjoy being in a room with in a professional context much less like having a sexual fantasy about no
0: well I was so young he's like 29 and then she sucks his dick and he's like Christ do you even have a gag report (laughs) yeah
1: E.L. wrote that. And And she wrote way worse than that? She did write worse than that. It's like, it's her first, the first blowjob she's ever given. Ever given. I feel like that is such a specific fantasy, like such a specific female fantasy, is that you... um, Are like
0: the best at giving a blowjob. Yeah, like
1: you're some kind of sexual genius. I think that like uh, women get um, positive reinforcement and uh, we like, um, we thrive on profit positive reinforcement but we are also made to be um like self-deprecating yeah. so we want it but then we don't believe it so that's
0: exactly what these women are like in these fucking books yeah yeah it's like the our id is splattered all over the pages
1: totally because i you know i was thinking like so, you, as we think about this series and go forward like with the different books that we're reading because we're we're going all through time. Um, we're going back
0: in time. We're starting now and we're going back to the yeah, history.
1: We're going back through the history of like raunchy sexual writing. Yeah. And uh, I Oh no,
0: I lost my thread. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's uh... a <laughs> Well, we, because it's female dominated, but then it's going. It's it's a female dominated genre now.
1: Yeah, but I, uh, I think like all of this stuff is built on the bones of things that were established by men, and I think that's something. No matter what the like medium is, we are butting up against because men have always set like traditionally set the culture. And, like there are women who contribute to it, but generally we're the outliers. So I think like. If, as we're reading these books, like we're starting with Marquis de Sade and, and going forward, like the last couple that we're reading are written by women, but they are building on a tradition that was established by men. So I feel like there has to be some kind of consideration made, especially when you look at this stuff and the women are compliant and uh, self-conscious and not f- like fully in their power yet they're innocent and like it is written by a woman, but I feel like it is such a man's fantasy to have like a super horny virgin. Who's just up for whatever.
0: Um, I, yeah, I see that. I feel like this is like a woman's story. Like this is like a woman's sexuality. Like I I wrote, I mean, we'll get farther into it, but I, the thing I wrote down is like the heteronormative moralizing is what the sexual fantasy is here. Like this is how women's sexuality comes out. Like it's a subversive act and it's a rebellious act to write a book like this because for women to have a sexual response to this, it's like how women's sexuality creeps out in like an inherently patriarchal world and society. And when heterosexual sex is so has we've been socialized to be so submissive to have any type of agency, which this book is agency, I think because it is a sexual fantasy by a woman for other women Um, to turn that into a sexual fantasy is like, I think it's own little radical act.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I was thinking about that while I was reading it and then thinking about that on the walk over here. Um, Because there's a lot in here that, like, just from a philosophical perspective or just, like, a horny perspective that I don't relate to. Um, But this woman was so compelled to write it, express herself in this way. And it, I mean, 125 million people, like responded to it
0: yeah and i really liked it i mean the sex stuff i would say is the least interesting stuff about it but i think that what makes it so feminine um and the reason that women respond to it is because he is like the ultimate female fantasy too he's like he has unlimited wealth, unlimited power. He's completely suave. He's like a sexual Adonis. He'll have sex with her. He can have sex with her a million times in a day. <laughs> um he's cares only about her safety and protection. All of the ways that he's like overly controlling or whatever are all in her own best interest in this like paternalistic bullshit way, but like it's a complete but as a fantasy, I think that is the sexual fantasy of women who've agreed who've signed on to like live in a to, to be in a patriarchy which we have or like who have agreed to go into like a heterosexual relationship
1: well yeah and i mean we haven't agreed to a patriarchy we live in it i think it's it's interesting because i do think that it's a man's fantasy and i think that women are conditioned in some way to Um, get off on delivering a male fantasy and I think like look at that Anna Nicole stuff like the way that she transformed herself and her body to fit an ideal that uh, was already like so socially acceptable like this is looking at this as a piece of writing by a woman who's how old is she
0: I don't know, mentally. Middle- I mean, she's older than either of us, I think, when she writes it.
1: Yeah, like, it's, she's a virgin. She's, like, up for anything. She's uh, just, um, she pushes back just enough. And he, yeah, like, what you said, he wants her in every way that he can get her.
0: There's no man that's like him either. No, I don't think so. And I feel like, men have inferiority complexes too like okay he's like so muscular and he's got this like huge dick and he's got this like perfect family and he's perfectly troubled and he's this businessman who calls all the shots and everybody respects him but he's like under 30 i mean i think he's what i i, I think that men suffer from inferiority issues and think that they're not good enough for women and i think they think all women want a guy like this even though he's a totally lame loser that nobody would want to have a conversation with and he's always wearing like flannel pants and black converse <laughs> it's like what it's
1: like one blueberry muffin please i
0: know and then he eats a whole blueberry muffin and it's like this guy would not eat a fucking blueberry muffin no. he would have the fucking um what's that drink called <laughs> Soylent yeah
1: <laughs> That's what
0: he would have Yeah Um. Okay so Anyway so she loses her virginity to him We have to finish the story so he loses her virginity to him And he comes to her Graduation he takes her in a helicopter he tries To get her to sign this agreement she Says no and um, She Slowly ends up basically Being there's a ton of sex that's also Happening through all of this but like she is Conflicted as their relationship Progresses he's like oh like what are You doing to me Anna you're making me Want to have a relationship even though I don't do love and I don't do it Blah 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 but he ends Up um meeting her Friends he meets her stepdad At the graduation he gets introduced as Her boyfriend and he Take he like agrees To that label Um Um And their relationship is completely monogamous from the beginning. And that's like a huge, that's really important to him, Mm -hmm. which is like, okay. Um, And uh, eventually it comes out that he lost his virginity. And first, he's only ever had BDSM relationships, but his first relationship Mm -hmm. was with a friend of his mother's Mm -hmm. who, when he was 15, too young. way too young took him and like made him her sub and like was a dominatrix basically to him and until towards the end of the book he reveals her first name which is like Olga or something I can't remember (laughs) what it is but she Anastasia Steele is like incredibly jealous of this woman um and they call her Mrs. Robinson as a joke and she's also infuriated because she thinks that this is like basically rape, which it is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to do this to a teenage boy. But he insists that she saved him and he was going down the wrong path um, until she, you know, whatever, until she turned him into like a BDSM freak.
1: Elena Lincoln. Elena. Elena.
0: All right. Well, not Olga. It's close. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, but Anastasia Steele obviously hates her, which I would too, but Christian is like very defensive of her. Um, and it follows the beats of the first novel of Twilight. So, towards the end, just like in Twilight, Bella has to go and visit her mom. And stepdad in Florida to hide out from the evil James and his (laughs) vampire friend Victoria. (laughs) In this version of the story, Anastasia has to go stay with her stepmom, her mom, and her stepdad to get away from just regular old Christian Gray because she's like, he's so weird. He's constantly showing up at her apartment, too. Oh, I forgot before that, before she goes to visit her mom, there's several more scenes where she will email him and say something sort of flirtatiously mean like maybe I don't want to be in this relationship anymore or like well maybe you're too fucked up for me and he'll just like basically kick down the door of her apartment and be just there
1: I mean that is like these are the things where it's it's just hard for me to like suspend the disbelief or whatever and just be like oh it's because it just feels so fucked up. And Twilight always felt like that to Twilight me, Twilight
0: is. Twilight is. But this makes Twilight seem so much more normal. Because it's like, all right, he's a vampire. He's creepy. But yeah. Christian Grey is not a vampire. No. He's just a pervert. He's, he's a
1: like total pervert.
0: Stalking this woman. That scene where she, he's where he like busts into her bedroom and she just hears her roommate being like what are you doing here get out of here she do you remember that part like she just hears her roommate is like screaming no you can't come in and christian just runs in because she said something like i think you're too weird for me or something like that and he's like if i had known that you were oh because he's like so good at bdsm he knows he has to do aftercare so it was like he had spanked her or something Mm -hmm. as like a punishment well didn't she ask for it No, this one was she got spanked. I mean, she has to technically, like, consent to everything. But, like,
1: again, like, if you have to consent to everything, it's... He's asking her to sign this contract where she doesn't have any rights. And, like, there's there's not, like, an in-between thing. It's not like she can... She's not writing in the margins.
0: Well, she is. I mean, like they take a like they negotiate the terms of the contract over and over again until she just eventually in the end of this book, she doesn't sign it. And she just like ends the relationship. She tells him a couple times she's going to. But I don't think she ever actually does.
1: Yeah, I guess. Right.
0: And she does like change it. Like she takes out the food stuff. She takes out the amount of hours of sleep she needs to get. Like she doesn't like she she doesn't. She doesn't like it, but she just, like, wants him. Yeah. And his... So, his flaw is that he's so fucked up. He's Fifty Shades of Fucked Up because... (laughs) finally towards the end of the book she's always trying to get to like the nut of like what was he like before he was she adopted trying to get to the nut, the nut <laughs> of his cum and she usually succeeds yeah and she always calls it salty she's salty <laughs> she's salty they're all salty everybody's salty double crap <laughs> she also says double crap quite a few times
1: all the times it just like goes to show how like sweet and innocent she she's is. like ah oh,
0: double crap whenever she gets in trouble it's like her catchphrase but yes. she only thinks it um so, but when her subconscious she, shines, but, um, wait, what was I saying?
1: Uh, you were saying how the, she, uh, negotiated. Oh, she
0: wanted to get to the nut. She wants to understand like what his like problem nut is. is yeah. yeah. So she's like, why are you like what his childhood was like? And at like, a, <laughs> and so like, they have to like do this like weird agreement where it's like, if he's allowed to like spank her and then like fuck her in some weird way or something, afterwards if she's not too tired he'll answer questions about his like personal life because he's like never told anyone anything (laughs) and then so she's like she gets like fucked so hard and she like can barely keep her eyes open which happens so many times through the book and she's just like okay like what tell me about your birth mom and he's like (laughs) Uh tell
1: tell me about what you thought of season three of Twin Peaks. Yeah,
0: no. He's like she's like, What did you think of Breaking Bad? And he's like, I hated the wine. I thought um, Walter White was a hero. He was a hero. Nobody got it but me. Um, I'm on eight chan. Um he was she's like, What was your mother like? And he's like, My mother was a crack whore and she's dead, and that's it. That's all you ever hear about her. And she's like, oh, no. And then later he takes his shirt off and he's like covered in like someone's burned him with a cigarette. Like he's covered in cigarette burns. And she's like, was it the mother? Was it Mrs. Robinson? Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. That's the joke. Yeah. So Elena, Elena, who we never meet, but he goes to dinner with her. Maybe and, she's
1: in um, one of the subsequent books. I think she
0: probably is, but my theory the whole time was that it was going to turn out to be his adopted mom. Oh, fuck. I was like, oh, I hope it's the mom, but I think it, I think that would be a bridge too far. <laughs>
1: Who would play her?
0: Well, someone did play her. Oh, really? Well, I guess, yeah. Well, let's
1: cast it in our mind.
0: Um... Well, because the guy who plays him is the guy from The Fall, which is like really good casting. It's
1: great casting because he's, he's so, so hot. he's so hot, but
0: like so fucked up. Like he plays a serial killer in that TV show, The Fall. On the Fall,
1: and that's a very confusing show because you're like, I know that he's killing people, but I'm he's I want to so, fuck him so bad, and he's the hottest guy. Yeah, it's guy. like paint my fingernails. And
0: her, oh my god, is that what he does to his daughter? Oh no, no that's to his what victims. he does to
1: the victims. Yeah, but like, he also
0: is like really good dad and like loves his daughter. He
1: is, and like she finds the notebooks of his creepy.
0: He keeps it all above her bed, I think. right? Yeah, which Uh. is wrong. The first season of that show was really good. The second season, I didn't really watch.
1: Uh, I think that it was a little bit maybe on the tedious side, but I did watch it and I really enjoyed it.
0: It was just one of those situations where it takes like two years between seasons because it was a British show. And by the time the second season comes out, I'm like, oh, right. I don't know. I'm just kind of i'm over it
1: jillian anderson's whole deal right now i have to i'd like to go on the record and say that it's really working for me okay good
0: i was afraid you're gonna say that you weren't into it no, i like her I blonde i like her british
1: deeply i, I love- like it all baby yes is that blonde i it's like a silvery platinum it was yeah and she's like a little like butch and
0: yeah and she just like fucks guy like she remember that scene where she's just like she meets some guy and she's like, this is my hotel room. Like you can come have sex with me if you want. And that's it. Like that's her whole, that's how she does it.
1: That's the thing. Like that's to me, that is so much more of a turn on than anything that was, that is in here. Like,
0: I don't think so, to me, I'm not turned on by, like, giving a guy your number and being like, come fuck me in my hotel room.
1: No, I'm talking about, like, the energy between the people, like, the presentation of it. Because I feel like that show, the her character, the way that they are – she's, like, she's a detective. She's, like, any of those – she's, like, a McNulty. Like, she drinks and she fucks and she solves crimes. And, like, she's a sexy, middle-aged woman. Yeah. And, like, that's awesome. She's so in control of, like, she knows who she is. She knows what she wants. She's able to communicate it. And it's just, like, the acting, the writing, there's such an energy there. Like, I'm finding as I grow older that that is something that I respond to more. If I had read this when I was 17, this would have kept me going for years.
0: I don't know what I would have thought. I think if I read it when I was 17, I would have had the exact same feelings I have about it now, to be honest, because I was like, I was so into Lifetime movies. I was so into. I, I was waiting for shit like this to come out. You know what I mean? Like I was wait like my favorite movie when I was a kid was this Lifetime movie called Invisible Child. That's about this woman. This girl gets hired to be a nanny for a family. And it's, like, a mom, a dad, two kids, and this other kid that doesn't exist. But the whole family just plays along because the mom's gone crazy and thinks that she has another kid. So, <laughs> Holy shit. So, like, the nanny just has to, like, push an invisible swing whenever the mom walks by and be like, I'm taking care of your baby. That sounds like a show. We, we should make a musical of that. It was so amazing. And I was like, this is my shit. Like, what that was television for women women these are books for women like what is going on here ladies and I'm as you say I guess Irene always calls me an anthropologist she
1: is an anthropologist
0: I just think this stuff is so fucking interesting and I would I would always rather look at like read this stuff than anything I thought was like good
1: yeah I <laughs> you guess what I, I mean I, yes I'm thinking about like myself at that age um like squatting in a bookstore, flipping through disclosure for the... Se- you know, I was just like looking for sex scenes. Yeah. I was just like skimming things for like the naughtiest, raunchiest scenes. And this book is chock full of them.
0: Yeah. And I also thought that like, because the first time I read it years ago, I definitely was... Because it was like, oh, the... The sex is so crazy and like the BDSM is so wild. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to, like, what is this? And I like skimmed for it like that. And I just remember being like, uh, it wasn't really that crazy. And I really don't think it is.
1: No, I don't think it is either. I think it's pretty tame. But like they were saying that, um, I think, uh, hospital, um, like people checking into the hospital for like sex related bondage in- uh, injuries increased like 50% from the year before.
0: I can't, in good faith, blame this book for that. No,
1: but I do. No, it's but not I a blaming a thing. But I can party laugh. Yes, me too. But, like, I think um, the rise of, uh, like, r- restraints and toys and stuff like that. Like, there was a lot of branded stuff uh, that was tied in to Fifty Shades and then also, like, you know adamandeve.com or whatever sponsor us like, please they were um i think appealing to people who were reading that and like interested wanted to try
0: which is so cool to me i think that that's and great and so interesting yeah and it's
1: like i don't have any problem with that
0: no and I'm i nitpicking i just think their
1: relationship
0: and uh, what i'm just nitpicking their relationship i just think it's like oh the the relationship of the central character yeah oh yeah their relationship is like well, I, okay, so what I think is that Christian Grey is like the embodiment of American capitalism. <laughs> and I I sort of feel like that's why the book was set in America, too, subconsciously. I don't think it was intentional. I also think that English capitalism is like the same. Um, but, and they say over and over again, he's the ultimate consumer. And... I just think that's what we are. The yeah, ultimate we don't consumers. make love. We fuck yeah, hard. We fuck hard. And like our ultimate sexual fantasy is like directly tied to MacBooks and Audis. Like that's like you can't have a sexual fantasy without... Talking about it that is Fucking American Psycho like American Psycho is like a send Up of this Yes, because how Many brand names versa. yeah how many Brand names do they mention in This book and it's such a it's Like they mention the name of The champagne that he brings Over and like the type of clo- like the brand of clothes that she's wearing and the perfume that he gets like every single thing is like listed and named the hotels that they stay in the cars that they rent like. Yeah the choral
1: music that he listens to the, the co-
0: I mean yeah he loves yeah
1: he loves chamber music I guess yeah. they did a whole soundtrack to the movie that was just classical music
0: I think that was a Edward Cullen <laughs> uh not to edward because he likes old he loves like chopin and stuff because he's from a hundred years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like it's cooler to like chopin than like choral chamber music yeah like, well that's he, literally what a vampire should be listening to he should like, be listening gregorian to
0: gregorian chants yeah he should be listening to that but but uh christian gray does play, eric sati or something christian gray plays chopin on the piano at one point He's I just a-
1: feel like these things feel like they're there in place of a of like personality or like it's there to signal it's it, it's It's there to comfort
0: the reader. Yes. It's like that's the entertainment value and that's the fantasy of it. It's like there is I accept this. The fantasy isn't a a personality, the fantasy is like a lifestyle. It's safety.
1: It's like yeah, that yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really, really good point. Um, You texted something to me along those lines. And um, I have been thinking about it, especially, you know, this was published in 2011. This was like, I remember living in Chicago and seeing people reading this on the CTA all the time. I
0: remember that, too. And being like, aren't you embarrassed? A weird choice. Yeah. I mean, I would at least get a book cover. Or like, God bless a Kindle, man. Oh, my God. I know. I read it on my phone. There you go. The uh
1: the last book that I read on a train that I felt truly embarrassed by was when I read Klaus Kinski's memoir.
0: Why would you be embarrassed about reading that? Because it's fucked up.
1: Well, yeah, but like people don't know what's in it. People don't know it. And but most when you probably
0: don't know who Klaus Kinski is.
1: Yeah, I know, but when you're reading when you like there's such a vis- visceral thing about reading something that is like obscene yeah. or
0: you feel like people can see it on your face.
1: Yeah, it feels very trans. Like you're having, s- it's such a like personal experience that you're having with the thing that you're reading, and it feels like it's being projected out to everybody. And
0: he- I once, yeah, yeah, he's a bad guy. Klaus Kinski is a monster he for was real.
1: Psychotic. Yeah, I checked that book out of
0: the library as well. I checked out the last book that I read in public. It was in L.A., not on the train, but I that was embarrassing. Was um. I mean, I'm sure I've read several embarrassing books since then. But when I I read um, Scotty Bauer's memoir, which I think I mentioned on the last last on one of the other episodes of this, but it's just he's this like pervert who had like ran a prostitution ring out of a fire station. That's like right around here about this. Yeah. And he wrote these this memoir about it. And it's just like listing like all the famous people who like fucked in his gas station. Yeah. and she, and um, I was reading it at this kid's piano lesson because I was babysitting him and I just like was bored. And his piano teacher was like, is that Scotty? And I was like, yeah. And the piano teacher was like, I know him. I met him at a party. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he like wanted to talk about it. And I was mortified because I just, just I was like, no one's going to know what this is. And I was like, and it was just about like how like fucking, I don't know, whatever. Some like star of the silver screen like to get like someone shitting on their chest and stuff. It's like the most grotesque sexual perversions imaginable are all listed in the book. Wow. And I was really embarrassed.
1: Don't be embarrassed. I'm writing that down. I want to read it. It's
0: really good. You'd like it a lot. Scotty Bauer. His book, Scotty Bowers. B-O-W-E-R-S. Yeah. And the book is called Full Service. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah 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 you, you And he does something his relationship to his family is the most grotesque thing ever, in the book and the worst thing about the book and I do hate him forever because of how he treated his wife and daughter.
1: Uh-oh. Yikes. Well, yeah. um yikes. Good to yeah. know and interesting.
0: I think yeah, it's a very interesting book.
1: Um okay. Fifty Shades. I feel like I'm being very harsh towards it. I feel like there's a distinction to be made between like your own personal preference when it comes to writing like this or your own personal response and then looking at it as something separate from yourself that like is important to people or is it. I liked what you were saying earlier about like it being a radical thing that she wrote this for like it's by women for women about female fantasy like she's speaking to women in like a bold outrageous way and allowing them to explore this stuff in a judgment free zone.
0: Yeah, and I think um so I I have a conclusion that I came to about this book and Twilight that I got from reading this book. Can I share it? I would love nothing more. So I don't know that much about this, but I do know that she ultimately marries Christian Grey. She Not in this book that we read, but in like... Fifty Shades Freed? Or I don't know, whatever. The last one. I think it tracks exactly the same way that the Twilight books track. So she, I don't know, becomes... I guess she has a baby or something. I don't know. But... um. I feel like the thing that they share... Born into bondage. <laughs> um, so, and I... there's They make a big deal about her going to his office and they're like, Mr. Gray will see you now. Mr. Yeah. Gray will see you now. And um, they're in the trailer for the movie. Just what I remember is they're like, Mrs. Gray will see you now. And like now she's Mrs. Gray. And... There's a quote in the book that I wrote down. I'm Eve in the Garden of Eden, and he's the serpent, and I can't resist. And I was like...
1: Say that again. I'm Eve in the Garden of Eden, he's the serpent, and I can't resist.
0: Yeah, I'm Eve in the Garden of Eden, and he's the serpent, and I can't resist. And so I wrote down rejection of Adam and latent homosexuality, question mark, abandonment of gender, question mark. What does it mean? But I think that the idea... I feel like these books are about these very these women that can any woman can sort of project herself onto falling victim to this dark sexual masculine power that i think is very much within herself Mm -hmm. and activating it so at the beginning of the book she's like clumsy she's like falling down all, all the time at the end of the book she's waltzing. She well she's well yeah like they do waltz or they dance and he learned cuz he learned how to dance from like the old dominatrix from his youth. Uh,
1: I mean if your old dominatrix woman is not going to teach you how to partner dance.
0: She taught him that mm-hmm. and several other, other things, how to tie weird knots, how to be a freaky pervert how to molest young people
1: and how to train your own ass
0: (laughs) and how to train (laughs) exactly (laughs) how to train your ass um and so she's like i feel like these books are about conquering like conquering male sexuality And, like, the part of yourself that contains that power and awakening it. And they're, like, these women, these female characters are, like, the succubus where they're getting the power. Like, Bella in Twilight, she gets the power from Edward by becoming his wife, which is so weird. But also that's when he turns her into a vampire and she becomes, like, a supernatural creature that's stronger than he is. And... Through this she's realizing She's dancing with the devil Because he's like He's not like regular men He's like this dark Male energy She also says he's not merely good-looking he's the epitome of male beauty like he is male beauty he's male sexuality
1: he's objectified he is like a symbolic yeah thing
0: and she i mean i think that he's objectified in the book more than she is i mean
1: yeah well it's from her perspective yeah and
0: she talks about like all the things about him that are attractive and blah 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 and also like the masculine his masculine energy is objectified and she covets it Mm -hmm. because it's power and she has none and as their relationship progresses, she takes more and more of it from him. I
1: like that. I th- that's that that's a really cool theory. I I feel like, I mean, just reading this and uh, my exposure to Twilight, I have always felt like these are very traditional and it, like they're a. I mean, maybe like a different way to look at a traditional story, but it is like traditional femininity. Everything is in its right place. And I think women uh, within certain structures seize power the only way that they know how. And, and that usually comes through like a control of their sexuality or like withholding of their sexuality or their emotions or whatever. And this I feel is like an extension and like a blown out, uh, like contemporary way to explore things that to me feel a little bit more on the traditional side.
0: I think it's totally traditional. I don't think it's not. I think I agree with you. Like I, I feel like it's just a really, um, it's like a blown out, like you said, way to put it because she's literally taking his power through taking his name, through his commitment. She's ta- she's like conquering the world and reaching like not just – it's not a happy ending in the sense of like as like a princess going and living in a castle. It's a happy ending in the sense that like what she's actually discovering I think – is something like now we would recognize as like us discovering within ourselves.
1: Yeah. Well, from the very beginning, I felt like it was definitely set up uh, as like her story, her journey. I think like the very first page she's talking about brushing her hair and the language that is used, like she's beating her hair into submission, like the brush, like the strokes of the brush, like that language. And, um, Imagery is present from the very beginning. Her last name is Steel. He yeah. lives in like or like she goes to see him in this big Steel skyscraper. There's like a lot of repetition of those words and yeah. it feels very purposeful in that way.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Something
1: that Okay, I just want to go back to like the even the serpent thing. I think it's interesting because the serpent is the serpent is the conduit like okay Eve is in the garden of Eden and God says to the two of them don't eat from this one you can eat anything that you want here there's just this one tree like please don't go there that's like that's my thing. Like, leave it alone. And then Eve is off exploring and a serpent comes to her and he's like, actually, do you want to know shit? If you want to know shit, then you eat the apple from this tree. And she's like, okay. And then she eats it. And it's a tree of knowledge. And then she goes to Adam and she's like, hey, do you want to know stuff? Eat this. So it's like the serpent is just the thing. It's the idea. Like, it's it, it, we can call that the devil. And like, I think Christian mythology calls that the idea of like the serpent the devil but it is just a it's an awakening that leads you to the next thing
0: yes exactly that's what that's my point that's why that quote was so interesting to me because i think that's what these men represent in these stories it's an awakening for these women and it's like a sexual awakening in this book. And I guess it's like a psycho spiritual sexual awakening in Twilight. I don't know what the fuck Twilight is. It's crazy, but um, that's what it is in that too. It's this, um, it's this part of herself that she's coming to terms with. And in this book, the people that she she has friends but she is constantly talking to her inner goddess and her subconscious and there are two distinct characters that live in her mind and they react to everything with this guy I mean so the way I was imagining it was the inner goddess was I was imagining like Jean Harlow sleeping in a like clamshell like that's kind of how she is and she'll She just really wants to. She's just this powerful woman who just like wants to fuck all the time. And
1: that's so. I see. Like I see like a Joan Crawford. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like Um, a young Joan Crawford. A young Joan Crawford. Yeah. Like I definitely see someone from like the 30s wearing like a silk dress like in black and white in a clamshell. I'm seeing someone in a clamshell. Dancing
1: crazy fucking who they want.
0: Exactly. Um, and then her subconscious is sort of more mousy. I don't know. Her subconscious, I think, is her. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, BB's excited. Yeah, Um, she's, he's flipping out over here. Yeah, he's flipping out. Um, but I think that the third part, so, you know how my theory about seventh heaven was always that it wasn't, it only existed in the mind of the mom. I'll never forget that theory. I also feel like I wrote down somewhere that I wonder, I feel like, um, I think I wrote down, there is no Christian Grey. <laughs> like
1: That was my thought too. Yeah. But then I saw that she did put out a book that was like from the perspective of oh, Christian really? Because that's
0: also what Stephanie Meyer did. Oh, There's really? um, a book called Midnight Sun that's from the perspective of Edward.
1: And he's like, I watched her sleep again.
0: He's just like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm a vampire. And like, <laughs> I flew, I jumped off a tree How? and I broke in this girl's house. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Those movies are so crazy. Uh, How nuts is it that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are like such renowned like international actors? I
0: think their talent, their insight, and their taste is part of why I look at those movies the way that I do. Because I feel like they're so interesting. They must have had an interesting take on the films and on the stories. And I see it in a different way because of them.
1: I... Uh that that's a really good point. I have not rewatched those movies since um those two kids have evolved the way that they have. Oh,
0: I watch at least one of the movies at least once a year.
1: You you love katherine Hardwick.
0: Not just her. I love them all, man. I mean, she only directed I think the first one. Oh. My favorite is the final one.
1: I that's the one where the baby comes out, right? And the baby, um, the baby like pops out of her
0: the baby like alien yeah they have to like well no that's the second to last one she gives birth and it's like she's it's like horrific and like blood is everywhere and they have and edward has to like bite it out of her with his vampire that's teeth
1: right that's right and, and the sex that they have is like really violent that's and she immediately in, becomes pregnant yeah
0: so they get married and they have sex because they're married he's gonna he's like i'll only marry Spoilers. you he marries her, but he's going to turn her into a vampire. But it's really important to her. Before she becomes a vampire, she has to fuck as a human for some reason. All right. I think it's so her hymen will break because otherwise it would grow back every time.
1: <gasps> that was the thing on True Blood.
0: I know. That's I. That's probably where I got that idea.
1: That is so upsetting to me.
0: It's so fucked up, but I love it.
1: I remember... um. I feel like my mom and my sister were explaining true blood to me and they were talking about her character. And I was so hung up on that. I made them explain it to me like three times. And I could tell that they were just like repulsed. Yeah, by like, how why do you want to it on that? I was.
0: I love that show. I do too. I, I love liked it a lot. every second of it. Um it's So anyway, so she has to have sex with him on an island called SMA Island, named for her name for his mother. (laughs) And And that's what
1: she names the baby.
0: She names the baby Rene. Come on. It's a not a portmanteau. (laughs) I guess it is. It's a combination. It's a poor man's name. It's a poor (laughs) (laughs) Renesime's name. Those I it blows my mind that we as a society have progressed past the fucking last twilight movie because it is the most fucked up thing i've ever seen in my entire life We have got bigger fish to fry you do i don't i've never heard of anything bigger then jacob black falls in love with the baby he imprints on it remember <laughs> I forgot. About and he's like that. the only reason i ever loved you is because like i somehow spiritually knew that like you were gonna carry like my soulmate into the world oh my god and then the baby immediately grows up she's like seven when she's like a week old and then she keeps getting bigger and bigger and then like in like a year she's the same age as the rest of them and she's like jacob's girlfriend no yes honey no yes queen (laughs) okay that's what those fucking movies are about they're so gross how have we stopped how did we ever stop talking about them why aren't we just talking about them all the time
1: because the real world quote-unquote real world is so upsetting the
0: real world it is like that is the perfect movie for the real world that's of course that's america's entertainment (laughs) donald trump is the president of course they like that fucking movie and, of course, they like this fucking book and these movies. I mean, what else the fuck would they watch than this shit? And they're like, it's so wholesome. And why is it wholesome? Because he bought her an Audi. That's why. And it's the same thing in Twilight. He buys her an Audi or something. He's like, oh, she bought. he buys her, like, a black car and she becomes his wife and a huge ring. And he's got a fancy lawyer and they have this, like, amazing mansion. And so it's fine. That's why it's Okay. That
1: because money cures everything.
0: Like, can you imagine if they lived like even the house that they get is like this beautiful, it looks like Pottery Barn designed yeah, it, their little cottage. Can you imagine if they lived in like some shitty apartment? It would be like a studio. Yeah. What if they weren't? They're rich because they're so old that they've like been investing for years and they have like these stock portfolios. That's where the Collins get their money. Because
1: they're they're billionaires.
0: They're billionaires because they're old money.
1: They're neoconservatives. Yes,
0: honey. They are neoconservatives. OK, look, I don't know if Edward can vote because I think he's legally 17 forever. But, you oh, know, no, voter fraud. He has voter fraud and you know that doctor as dad likes Trump. You know that the mom and dad vampires from Twilight voted for Trump. Bella's dad voted for Trump. He's like a cop in a small town. He loves Trump. They all love Trump.
1: Yeah. Uh, Christian Gray is like a main. Christian co- Gray contributor. is.
0: Jeffrey Epstein. I'll just say it. That's what I said to you. It is. You texted I did me that. send you a text. Yes. I know it was really upsetting because it was like the day after he died. And I just said his murder. His murder. And I just said, the real Christian Grey is dot, dot, dot. And then I just sent you a picture of
1: (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein. Was it him dead? Yes. It wasn't
0: him dead. It wasn't him dead. That's
1: where my imagination filled it in. It was
0: his. It was a front-facing picture, no ears. That, yeah, the,
1: it was like one of his um, um, like <laughs> pre-death I, portraits. Yeah, it was a
0: pre-death <laughs> portrait
1: taken by the police, but couldn't hear in a hear, booking
0: station. Like Anastasia, or like whatever her name is on. Ana- What's her Anastasia. Name? Anastasia, <laughs> be like, his ears were so interesting. They always curled like this, and in death his ear seemed off and like it's not him. And then he just shows up and he's like, I'm still alive. Come with me to my island.
1: (laughs) I mean, honestly, you make a great point. Thank
0: you. And that's why I like it.
1: And that's why I have trouble with it.
0: I mean, you should have trouble with it, but it's like I can't. I just I hope that. Here's the thing. Okay. Can I
1: just jump in? Yeah, 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 I just like cannot because these things like this writing are erotica. um portion of our, ser- our <laughs> series like these books they are made to um like turn people on and like they are supposed to be provocative yeah. and like like whatever I just cannot abide by like a billionaire who wants to be in charge 24 7 I just cannot
0: like, first, why one, would you? you that's shouldn't. like a
1: hard thing also for my mind to get around. Like, I, I was reading it and I'm like, he wants to be the boss all
0: the time. All the time. All the time. Except for when he got fucked in the ass by that old lady. Yeah, but that And it's because was... he was starved as a boy. I mean, this is the story. It's like everybody has to have a sob story in America and that's his. He.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I.
0: But he also like doesn't see. I want to know. Okay, the thing about. I
1: was going to say he was on a diet and somebody fucked him. Boo. Him, he was on a diet.
0: <laughs> I mean, he obviously like loved it, and this yeah the, it changed
1: his whole life for the I, better.
0: I feel like her concern that he had sex with the old lady that he can't get his head around why she cares about it to me, felt like a note from an editor. Like, mm. I don't think that it was in the writer's mind when she wrote the book that it was inappropriate for a older woman to have sex with a... I think that that was sort of an extension of a sexual fantasy there.
1: Yeah, and I think it would have been, again, like, more radical if, like, he had been okay.
0: Right, and it's... Um. Instead it's like the typical thing Of he's not okay But she can see that he's not okay But he can't admit it So she's constantly trying to like Draw it out of him And
1: everybody's like Are you gay? Are you gay? Yeah
0: and like Questioning his sexuality Is like the ultimate taboo And he gets really angry about it And she can't stop thinking About the time she asked if he was gay And she's so mortified
1: I yeah, I just um there's just so much about their power dynamic that like just fundamentally makes me shut down. I like a, like giving a woman a list of rules, I I just like I can't like get myself in that headspace. I mean,
0: it's just so on the nose that it's like I can't get upset about it. That's my that's where I am I with think it. that
1: you're I think that that makes that makes sense. And I'm, it's not like I'm upset about it. I'm just like, I just wish it was hotter to me. Like, if I had read this as a teenager, I would have just been like, oh my, this is like horny and I'm horny.
0: What I can't get my head around is like the writing of her where she's like supposed to be like a she's like a Kellyanne Conway like feminist where she's like excuse me Uh uh-uh no one's gonna tell me what to do but she's also the type of feminist who's like excuse me you can't tell me what to do I will carry this pregnancy to term and all women must like you know and I do know how to use a gun and I own several like that's the type of feminist that she is
1: yeah where you're like I'm with you I'm what Uh, yeah you're like hold on can you take a quick
0: step back because you're just a cliff off a cliff (laughs) Kellyanne. You know she's Kellyanne.
1: Oh my God. I, yeah, maybe you're. Wow. Who's the Christian to Kellyanne's?
0: Her little fat husband who's always (laughs) shit talking Trump. That's what they look like in real life. In real life, these people aren't hot. That's the other thing that you need to remember. Like, I think the ultimate fantasy is just what if these people were good-looking? Because people (laughs) like this, Republicans with millions of dollars who are into weird S&M, they are not hot.
1: No. They are
0: the ugliest people. And also, none of them are in their 20s.
1: No. That was another thing that I couldn't get past. It's like... And it's like... This guy would be 49 years old. Yes. He would, like yes that that red room would have been full of stains
0: it would be disgusting it would smell like shit it wouldn't smell like citrus l- oils and pine and leather and musk yeah it like would smell like his disgusting Ford, and it would have a bunch of like anime porn on the com- on like on the tv yeah, and be the like, whole time. Oh,
1: oh um i made this really cool spotify playlist uh yeah you like cat stevens
0: oh my god and they'd all be like on adderall the entire time It would not be like that. she would be 19. Yes.
1: And she wouldn't be a virgin. And he wouldn't
0: love her and she wouldn't be a virgin.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see those guys in, like, I cannot get myself to a point where I'm, I want to see them engaged in anything that is like pleasurable to them.
0: I just, I see it. I see him as an extension of her. There was a point
1: in the book where I abandoned this thought, but up until, up until there, I felt like it was her, it was all about her. And that like he is, you know, a projection of her imagination. When
0: did you abandon that thought?
1: I don't know. Uh, maybe midway through the book, I felt like whatever thread that I was holding on to um, just kind of disappeared. And I didn't think that it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't think that the book thought it through like that. I think the book was like, um, you know, a series of like fantasy events. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> like fantasy specific to this writer and like she was exploring her own stuff and I think that like that, that is awesome. Like I I think that that is so great. I just like this in particular does not work for me in that way. It doesn't
0: work for me as a sexual fantasy. I will go there. I will agree with you. I wasn't like sexually aroused by this book. And I actually thought the sex scenes were Boring like they were the most boring part What I thought was the most interesting Was um Her inner monologue Her relationship to Christian Grey Christian Grey's relationship To like America The outside world like the glimpses That you see of it because his only react His family And um Her perception of that I don't think that in reality That um the el james had an idea she was writing this book where this guy is like a projection for this woman no i don't think so i think that you know like in bad writing everybody sounds the same yes i think it's sort of an extension where maybe i wouldn't i'm not gonna call it bad writing i mean it's like really successful whatever but Yeah, and
1: honestly, it's, like, very engaging. It's very engaging and very readable. Yeah, it's an easy read. And it's, It's, like, fun,
0: and there are little conversations. chuckled
1: at times.
0: Oh, I chuckled. I was along for the ride. I was, like, tell me more about your friendship with Jose and your night at the bar. Like, I'm interested. Whatever. I want to hear about your mom and the cosmos you have at the hotel. Um, It goes
1: down real smooth.
0: Oh, yeah. It goes down smooth as fuck. I, but I think, and, and so like bad writing, everyone sounds the same. Maybe another version of another thing that can happen in writing that's not always the most examined is you have several characters that maybe all represent one character. I've always thought this about like Sex and the City, that like the four friends on Sex and the City represent like one whole person.
1: Yeah, that, yes, that mm- that makes um That makes a lot of sense.
0: And the relationship that's medieval or something. Yeah. The relationship that is um, portrayed is obviously unhealthy. It's very codependent. And um, it's definitely written from the point of view that you're going to find someone who completes you.
1: Yeah, when maybe you can come to the table complete.
0: Yeah, or you can find a way to complete yourself. And I think that if she activated these parts of her mind without a billionaire, like, beating the shit out of her until she cried, then maybe she would, you know, she would find that it's already there anyway.
1: I, uh, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I'm curious, like, what are... Um like what's what gets you like when I when I'm as I was thinking about this book and how like as as a turn on it was a bit of a dud for me Mm -hmm. it made me think about like what has actually resonated with me and I think about uh second season of Fleabag every you know everybody I have not
0: seen any Fleabag
1: well you should it's really good yeah
0: that's what everybody says
1: but the, the second season is, like, particularly horny. And uh, I would also put I Love Dick in that category. Like, I watched it twice. And what both of them have in common is, like, an understanding of how potent, um, like, longing and desire is and really, like, sitting in that space and exploring it. And what I liked about this book, up until, like, the this, like, crazy sex started her just wanting his attention his like to figure out where this was going is interesting because desire is interesting and I feel like as like this genre um really like thrives in that space like what's possible what's like Like what, like that mysterious thing of like, what's going to happen? You know, that's, that's where it's exciting, I feel. And, um, I don't know.
0: Um, you mean like sexually exciting? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like what's, like, what's different? What's, what's exciting?
0: Like what is, like, what do I think is sexy?
1: I mean, uh, I wasn't specifically asking you that question, but feel free to answer it. Um, But I just mean like the idea of longing, of um, sexual tension, of like the, the space before something happens.
0: Yeah. So this is like definitely mostly, this takes place before something happens, but the thing that hasn't happened yet isn't the sex. It's like the love and the commitment. Her struggle with this is, her struggle with the relationship is always to understand, am I a sexual object to this person or am I more? Because he's like infatuated with her. He tells her that he has feeling he wants to be more with her. He's constantly struggling to give her more than he's given to anybody else. Because she's a virgin. Um, It's because he's got this like inexplicable love for her that...
1: You don't think that her purity is wrapped up in that? I
0: think her purity is wrapped up in it. I don't think her purity is, like, fully tied to her virginity, though. I think her virginity is, like, a symbol of her purity.
1: Yes, I think so. But I think that because he, like you pointed out, is uh, such a symbol of, like, capitalism and, like, the ruling class. And I think their um, primary desire is... To possess objects like especially rare objects and the idea of like
0: it's to conquer yeah like a
1: super hot 21 year old virgin who's crazy horny and is up for anything like oh my god you just hit a fucking gold mine well
0: he's and he's also constantly saying like no one has been here but me you're the only one blah 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 (sighs) that
1: may like i really don't like that
0: but i feel like the character also has like a similar where she's like is it is it this is it like a sexual thing is it yeah or is he does he love me and then at the end of the book she says I realize that I have this intrinsic need to be loved and valued and I wonder if I can get this from this person and when she decides that she can't she ends it because when she decides that he just sees her as like a sexual object she leaves the relationship and the whole relationship the whole series of books I think is like a struggle of her saying I'll I'll only be with you if you see me as more than a sexual object in his struggle to do it
1: yeah I mean I think that's such a great um like allegory for how uh capitalism fucks up men
0: capitalism does fuck up men i mean i feel like i've talked to i feel like a lot of men that i know have felt like more insecure than women um i think that they don't talk about it but i think that they're i think they're harsh they they judge women extremely harshly Mm -hmm. men in general i'm generalizing but i'm allowed to because i can do whatever i want but they also judge themselves very harshly have you ever seen this documentary that um i can't remember what it's called. it's called like one inch or something it's about this guy who's got a micropenis oh no and i'm i'm obsessed with it in the same way that i love twilight and like now love these books <laughs> it's this fucking guy who is amazing and he um he Proposed to his girlfriend on a jumbotron, and she said no, and it went viral. I'm the
1: jumbotron. Yeah, and it wasn't a bit.
0: A- according to this documentary, it wasn't a bit. I haven't investigated that much farther, but uh, allegedly, it sent him into a spiral of depression, and he wonders if it's because he has a micro penis, <laughs> and. I am like, I think it's probably, if it's true, it's because you're the type of person who would make a documentary about the size of your penis and who would want to marry that. Yeah. Right? But instead, he makes a full documentary about how small his dick is.
1: With a lot.
0: If you look, if Christian Gray didn't have a huge dick, Anastasia Steele would be as into it, if not more. Yeah. Also, I will say this. I was reading this book. I was waiting. I kept on being... I I skimmed a lot of the sex stuff. I thought the sex stuff was, like I said, like the most boring part. I wanted to know, like, her feelings about his, like, class and life and his family and how she saw herself compared to him was what was interesting to me about the book. But... I kept on reading and being like, is he gonna ever go down on her? And he never does. That I read. In 50 shades? Yeah.
1: He does, oh, does he? he yeah, at the very be- like before he Oh, the
0: first part.
1: Yes. Yeah, because I was curious about that too, but he does uh he he does. Doesn't he?
0: I think I don't know. And he always like also she has orgasms incredibly easily. Yeah. He just has sex with her and he would just be like Come, baby. And she does. Come for me, baby. He's always like, Come on, baby. Give come it to on, me. Come on. Come. <laughs> Which for is me, like, baby. can you imagine the horror of some like <laughs> fucking tech bro screaming in your face, Come now? Yeah, I would kill yeah, myself. Right. I would die on the spot. My heart would stop beating and I would be dead. And I would murder the guy, too. That would be like in, in the center when she hears that song <laughs> and it makes her kill. I haven't would, seen The Sinner. Oh, The Sinner is really good. It's Jessica Biel, And yes, every time I love her. she hears a song and for some reason she like kills this guy and she has no idea why, it's like a trigger for her. And then it's like, um,
1: whoa, I did not know that's what re- it was
0: about. It's, it's a really, really good. You should watch it. I
1: thought it was about like a lady who took Ambient and like hit someone with her car or something. No, 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 like, no. She's, is like, she a sinner? She
0: hears a song and she like kills this guy on the beach. It's like in the first scene of the show. She like no commits way. murder. And then I think it's like Bill Pullman is like, the detective who has to find out what what happened so my my version of the trigger song is a billionaire tech bro screaming in my face that i have to (laughs) come
1: and then i just
0: (laughs) (laughs) come on. me come baby Dead. You're dead. (laughs) dead. Your dog's dead. Your housekeeper's dead. Your attractive blonde middle aged housekeeper. I wonder if she's one of your subs. She's dead.
1: And now I'm John Wick. Fuck you. I'm John
0: Wick. (laughs) Your mom is dead. Your fucking weird sister is dead. The old lady that raped you is dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's
1: dead. Yeah. And now I'm coming. Oh my god.
0: That's the movie that I want to see. I would. Wouldn't you love if Anastasia just killed him in the first scene of this book and was on the run? Yes. Yes. I do and do you know what I also think
1: I was thinking this earlier do you know who should have done the soundtrack to this here's my fantasy Carly Rae Jepsen you know who did though The Weeknd Beyonce no yes
0: what Beyonce released a single
1: so did The Weeknd what song did Beyonce release
0: I think it was like a remastering of another song of like "Drunken Love," but it was like oh, slowed she down. was the master. I think it was yeah, it was like a slowed down version of "Drunken Love." I think was it. All I don't. Th- right. I'm sure she didn't spend one second of her life thinking about it and just got a paycheck. And it must have been really big because I don't know why she would do that.
1: Hey, she doesn't do anything unless she's getting the papers. Now I love they're Beyonce. yeah, me too. Um. Yeah. I feel like uh, Carly Rae Jepsen really captures that – there's, like, that teenage, like, sweaty, like, horny – uh, just like the desire, the like looking across, like just, the, just like wanting somebody so bad and like the distant, like it kills you. That like feeling, I feel like she captures that in her music so well. Yeah. I love her music.
0: I only really know that one song. Which one? Call Me Maybe.
1: Oh my God. She's got a whole catalog that'll blow your fucking mind.
0: <laughs> but you know what I think? She's an artist, for real, Aggie. I believe you. For real. Well, you know, Max Landis, the disgraced screenwriter. Heard of him. And my childhood friend. Oh, fuck! To be on it. You know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I just can't believe that you divulged. I mean... It's not, I mean, it's my truth and I stand in it. But he wrote like a huge thing. He wrote like a 500-page essay about Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm. And I feel like the other reason that Carly Rae Jepsen is a good type of music for this type of story is it's kind of like how Elon Musk is going out with Grimes. Yes. Like, I think that there's a type of tech bro, millionaire, entitled white man vibe of guy that will be really into pop music for teenage girls because Mm -hmm. it makes them horny. Yeah,
1: yeah, because... Because it's
0: the person they want to fuck is singing and they like the sound of their voice.
1: Yeah, I think (laughs) you...
0: I mean, that's all it is. I don't think it's much deeper than that.
1: No, I think you're totally right. But when I listen to her music and I, I feel like she... She's one of those people I think that like really speaks to uh, girls of a certain age and like the
0: 35 because I like that song. I'm talking about myself. Just kidding. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Us too. But like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Fucking. Maybe you're right. Like it is music for people in their mid to late 30s.
0: I have no idea.
1: I don't know either. It just like speaks to a time that I realize is past, but um, feels like bittersweet to recall.
0: I think so, too. I mean, like it kind of makes you sentimental for a place you've never been.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That like, yeah, like, um, oh, my God, all her songs are so good. I feel like I want to just listen to them.
0: Maybe we should do a series about her.
1: I would be really open to that because she won like a Canadian American Idol or something. She did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was a little bit snarky about her at first. and then Oh, really? Yes. And I was like, ah, American Idol, Canadian Idol. And then um, I really turned a corner and I was like, wow, she's incredible. Uh, what else do we have to cover here about our Fifty Shades, um, our inaugural kickoff episode?
0: I'm just looking at this at my notes. Oh, I wrote down a couple of other weird things that she said, like talking about how cars are fun to drive, with which no like twenty year old woman would talk about. Um,
1: I mean, unless the way nineteen fifteen.
0: Um. Uh, men want to be gray, mysterious, wise, but. They have to channel their self-image through the eyes of children in order to gain the power they need for sexual pleasure. Epstein killed himself because he lost all control. Suicide was his last demonstration of control slash power. That's a note I took reading this book. (laughs) (laughs) BDSM is a natural byproduct of heterosexual sex interesting go on i it's something i wrote down i mean i do think like that their relationship is like a it's like a their relationship is the anna nicole smith of sex
1: yeah here's the thing though again like i i I just like don't understand the pathology of being a like young under 30 billionaire who's in charge of everything who doesn't um who like wants to also be a boss to, like, these women, like, I feel like uh, maybe my understanding of this is really immature and, like, uninformed, but I feel like those are the guys who have dominatrices, like, peeing on them. Like, Yeah, I think so, too. I mean... It's, I, I feel like the tables are turned in some way, like, don't you want your personal life to sort of balance out your bossy I, public
0: persona? I mean, I feel like that's kind of the... That's like a stereotype, and that's something that I think happens a lot. Like, in the, um, like we talked about this, we talk about him a lot, but, um, Epstein? No. (laughs) 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 The new Epstein is (laughs) Nick Broomfield. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely cutting that out. He's not, but he, that Nick Broomfield's documentary about, um, s and where he go? did you see that one no he does he made one where he went into a an s and club in New York that catered to like high finance and it was just like all of these fucking ritual perverts who wanted some woman to pee on them basically oh my god and there's this one guy who went in and he wanted to wrestle and his like girlfriend came to watch or something And I think the whole idea, you know, it was a dominatrix, but he they go to these one thing service that these people offer is like they'll wrestle you. And when they wrestle you, it's like pretty hard. Like they put their full weight into it. And it's like serious because the point is to be like overpowered by a woman. Yeah. And she like wrestled him to the ground and like pinned him several times. Good. In front of his. Girlfriend or something that I think he I guess like he really wanted to do it And she had to come for it to be allowed Or something like that And he Flips out And he's like did you see What she did to me she pinned me to the ground Like he gets really angry he's like I want my Money back he's like wants to talk to a manager No yes Pathetic. Because he paid for this woman to Do this thing and she did it And he Was immediately like Mortified
1: Couldn't handle it
0: Couldn't handle it He couldn't handle the truth Which is that He got his ass kicked by a woman And he paid for it too And he wasn't gonna get his money back Wow Um, Which is like Deal with it loser Like you like, You lost You. Lo- well it's like If you don't want it Just like, don't go there And spend all your money on it Be like Christian Grey But I think that A lot of them also Like Epstein And like this ring of perverts They all want These really young girls I think because their hunger their thirst for power is like it's unquenchable I mean like it's like no it's a bottomless pit of hunger
1: yeah and they have a desire to corrupt and um, consume
0: yeah the ultimate consumer she calls him that at the beginning... She calls him that several times throughout the book.
1: Yeah. It's a different... It's like a uh, different kind of consumption.
0: He's consuming innocence. So it's like he buys her an He's Audi. He's a fucking vampire. He is the... He's a vampire too. She... we talking ha- about Epstein? I'm talking about Christian Grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like <laughs> he buys her an Audi. He buys her whatever. But like the one thing that he can't buy is like a virgin.
1: Well... Yeah, she gave it to him for free.
0: She got a lot of stuff, though. She did. Yeah. Yes. It's just in real life, there's no version of Anastasia Steele that doesn't know that she could get that. Really? Yeah. No version of. There's no version of Anastasia Steele that doesn't know how hot she is.
1: Yeah, I, I, well, that's part of the... That's, that's the fantasy. That is the, that is the fantasy. That's like the breakfast club, like, take off your glasses and put on a little makeup and like, and oh then my God, all of a you're sudden, so you're beautiful. So hot, yeah. yeah, like anybody would want you. I feel like, again, like that's a very traditional classic fantasy that somebody will see you for who you really are. Right, which and is the beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. But like and that's what love is. Yes.
0: But this Uh, is that you will be transformed by somebody's perception of your looks, which is not the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like it's a traditional fairy tale in that way that like somebody will see you for what you really are that like your inner magic will shine through and like you'll be rescued and have safety everything that you deserve like it's all because of who you are inside even if it's not immediately recognizable to your peers somebody older and wiser will see it and like see
0: the truth of it who you really are
1: yeah yeah
0: But in real life, when someone older and wiser comes along and sees the the truth of you, they want to destroy you. They want to fuck you. They want to fuck you and they want to crush you and they want to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) And they will subconsciously do it.
1: That's the advice of the experts.
0: We're the experts.
1: Yeah. Listen to us. You have to trust us. Trust us. We
0: know. We've lived. Don't trust us at your own peril. Peril.
1: Um, do you have any final thoughts? I have a question. Sure. Okay. I do a little bit. I, I, I was like looking up the definitions of, um, uh, like erotica, uh, tending or relate, uh, or relating to or tending to arouse sexual desire or excitement. Sure. I was looking up the definition of, uh, pornography printed or visual material containing the explicit description or display of sexual organs or activity intended to stimulate sexual excitement. And then I was looking up the definition of like the obscene, like what is obscenity it's offensive or disgusting by accepted standards of morality and decency offending against moral principles repugnant. So there's like a certain (laughs) amount of like morality that is placed on obscenity and other than like the exposure of the genitals in like sexual context, um, uh, pornography so my question for the table 50 shades of gray is it erotic is it pornography is it obscene
0: yes yes and yes (laughs) i would say it's erotic as in it is um the storyline elevates it above pornography i would say and Mm -hmm. it's not only a story like I'm here with your pizza. It's like... She really digs deep into like the psyche of this guy And she wants to know what makes him tick Yeah and, and the psyche of Anastasia too Her psyche is compl- is totally explored And like even parts of her mind She gives names to and visualizes them In like mm. a really weird way Which like I've honestly never really read that In any other book where
1: I was surprised by that her, as
0: well Her inner goddess is jumping up and down Her subconscious is crouched behind the couch Like she sees, she sees herself She sees extensions of her subconscious Literally And I think that's I I genuinely think that's interesting I think so too Um, The sex scenes I think are pornographic At times like they like Because we were like scrambling to finish this book Yes And I was Because we had to record this tonight And I was like I have to get through this fucking shit And why won't it (laughs) And like the stuff that The stuff that I was like I don't need this Are like these sex scenes I was like I want to finish The reason this book Is 560 pages Is because of all the sex If you just cut it out And made like Put three sex scenes in it It would be like A normal book Yeah Um, And boom I'm satisfied And I would have like Really preferred that Actually Like it didn't need the amount of sex. Like the sex in it became exhausting. Like, but
1: again, like we're not reading it for the sex stuff. There are, there were a lot of people who were reading this.
0: That's, that and, was a, yeah.
1: And like, there's such a stigma against pornography, especially for women. Um, although I did do some research and interestingly for our listeners out there, Pornhub, uh, publishes statistics every year, um, for like what people are searching and they break it down uh, very specifically from like region to search history, age yeah, ranges. Yeah, of course. They
0: have to because they got to sell that shit.
1: Gender. Yeah, exactly. They're doing market research. But it's also extremely interesting to look at trends in this sort of thing. So like women are not prudes when it comes to looking at porn. And a lot of times you're looking at actually like more hardcore porn than really. Yeah. I'm
0: surprised to hear that.
1: I was surprised to hear that too. But if you think about it, like, is it? Well, I, I mean, my, uh, again, like not having any sort of scholarship to back this up, just like my own instinct and experience. I think like it, it is a safe way to, uh, encounter, things that are scary. And I think that like fantasy is so tied to, um, like, like uh, there's such a danger to eroticism, I think, uh, especially for women. And I think pornography offers a safe place to
0: explore those things. It's controlled, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I mean I'm surprised to hear that women look at more fucked up stuff than men. I would think men would look at more fucked up stuff, especially because like they're always telling you like well not all not all men, but some men have been like, You have no idea how fucked up we all are and like we're so gross.
1: Yeah, I mean they're the ones who are making it, but we're like you I know. think that there's
0: like really a lacking of and pornography not say- for women that's written by women made by women and for women yeah and I feel like even if this is really mainstream and it like lends itself to heteronormative mm, relationship structures that aren't always healthy I still think that like a woman writing a book of eroticism that's really kind of porny also yeah uh and that's sold to like millions of women I, I mean I'm for it I don't care yeah
1: no i i am totally with you there uh i would say that if you are interested in women made pornography uh you should check out erica lust who i I think is a spanish um like a spain-based uh filmmaker writer and she does pornography uh but it is like from a feminist female perspective and covers a lot of bases and like a lot of different types of scenarios. But with the emphasis on like chemistry between partners and it is like, it's more femme focused in, in that mm-hmm. way. Like there, there is becoming more of a market for it. Like as oh, these for things sure. become destigmatized,
0: for sure. And there's always, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there and like I've heard about, I don't really like I don't know about it, but I know that it's out there, and I think that's great. I also think it's great that this, like, super main – that you can, like, buy this at Target. I think that's great, I too. I
1: totally, totally, totally agree. One more thing I would like to say is that I do think the gangbangs
0: are gay. Are there is there a gangbang in this? No, but
1: I'm just, like, thinking about, like, pornography and, like, hardcore pornography and, like, I- what people are – uh consuming and thinking about like these pornhub statistics and just like how much that stuff pops up and i think that in particular um gangbangs really strike me as a way for men to explore their sexuality with each other yeah everybody is, needs a way everybody needs a way that is my take i'd love to like give a I, i'd love to like do a little bit m- more research and like give a speech about it but i i do feel like it's those are a way to like weirdly punish women for an excuse to have a sexual encounter with your friend.
0: I mean, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um. No. Yeah. Like I think that everybody's, I don't think heterosexuality is real. Mm-mm. I think everybody's on the spectrum and That's why it's a spectrum. Heterosexuality is, Is a myth that was invented by men as a means to keep property. Yes, of enslaving women. And I think that heterosexual marriage is slavery.
1: I will say that I am happy in my heterosexual marriage.
0: Look, I'm comfortable myself. I mean, I've been in heterosexual relationships my entire life, and many of them very closely resemble marriage (laughs) in various ways. Yeah, I mean But I have a lot of issues with it.
1: Yeah, I think I there's push a back lot of about, I there's push a, back hard. A lot of cultural baggage that comes along with it.
0: And I'm personally permanently corrupted and like insane because of it.
1: I think that we all are <clears throat> and I think that's like part of our um I think there's a lot of like cultural mistakes that we have made for thousands and thousands of years and that is that's one of them because we've conflated love and partnership with um like the passing down of wealth or property and those two things are completely separate and not necessarily compatible with each other but they're uh in a lot of ways, like interchangeable culturally.
0: Well, in capitalism, under capitalism, as some may say, you need a safety net and that comes from a family. So you need to build those relationships and alliances that are also business relationships because that's how you ensure um, protection for yourself. Well, and that's what 50 shades of gray is about and it's the eroticism it's the eroticization what's the word i'm looking for i think i made it up
1: eroticization, eroticization I think you nailed
0: it. of that concept that's what it is and that's also what twilight is that's why i think this shit is so interesting because the stuff equals the protection and like the wealth is the protection there are that is
1: a tale as old as time
0: um but there's no okay that's why we have
1: wedding rings so that like when our husband leaves us or dies we can like auction them off so our children won't go hungry
0: yes but these are fantasies with no um there is there's never a point where she's like Oh, and then the house burned down and like my family, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not like a Bronte sister's novel or something where it's like, there's no risk. There's no,
1: or like mall Flanders, which is about a woman who is like seeking protection for herself through erotic means and ends up in like a series of marriages and crimes and ends up in prison. Like there's, yeah. It... Or
0: I was thinking, yeah, sorry. What go. Well, I was thinking about Jane Eyre, like. Where she is uh basically like a ma- like the the nanny, basically, and she ends up like marrying the Lord of the Manor. But and- she
1: only marries him after the wife dies in a fire that she set herself because she was insane.
0: Yes, but that's And she won't
1: fuck him before well, that's Because like- she's married. He's married. Yeah, but
0: that's a part of this whole thing too. Anna Nicole wouldn't marry the guy until she fucking did her thing with the Playboy this girl Won't sign the contract until he Admits that he loves her and agrees to be her boyfriend Oh my god modern women are so fucked I mean like it's none of it has changed It's just the only thing that's changed is that Like we live in a neoliberal Society where we all agree That like women can be self-made We just don't fucking want to be and so That's why it turns into pornography
1: That's the sound of my brain exploding
0: that's what I think.
1: I, th- I, Aggie, you've done it again. You Irene. opened my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah. So, the questions it's, obs- it's certainly obscene. It is obscene. It's,
1: it, but at the same time, I think that it's socially acceptable. So, I actually do not think that it's obscene.
0: I think to me it's obscene because it's socially acceptable
1: i think that the obscenity comes from the display of wealth and the um like fetishization of uh of wealth i agree that is where the obscenity lies i don't fucking care about how people bone each other do it however you want put your toes in your butthole i don't
0: care the sex i don't
1: care yes
0: the sex is the least interesting part the most the most perverse part is his wealth and his disgusting display of wealth over and over again I mean like he'll call her and be like I'm a very rich man Anastasia I can buy you whatever I please oh my god Oh, 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 oh my god Do you even remember, there's a part where she's like, I don't feel comfortable taking your money. Not because he has so much money that he's wasting it, but because she feels like a whore, which is the wrong reason to have that feeling. And he's like, I'll do as I please with my money. In fact, you can think of it as the redistribution of wealth. He says that to her.
1: Gross. Disgusting. I'm disgusted. Um... Well, do uh, I would say that this book is also erotic, pornographic, and obscene.
0: I think it's all of the above. It's a triple whammy, a triple threat, a triple threat. It checks all the boxes.
1: All right, I've that's our first episode.
0: If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate us five stars,
1: make a little comment.
0: Tell your friends. Nice one. Tell your friends. Share it. Tweet about it. Instagram us. We're out there. You can follow us on Instagram at the expert 69. We're on Twitter at the expert 69. But more on Instagram. Yeah. Um,
1: And we thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Next week, we're going to be back. And um, Aggie, what are we reading next week?
0: Next week, we are reading Anne Rice's... Beauty and the Beast?
1: The Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Book one of Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. All right. Shorter. It is definitely shorter, and I did read this in high school.
0: All right. So we'll look forward to that.
1: When I snuck into a sex shop to get a vibrator at age 17.
0: Irene Marquette, bad girl from the wrong side of the tracks, since she was jailbait. Guys,
1: I heard it was a compliment. Jailbait, that is. It is. From Coco, Trust me. who's now, now married to ICT. Nice Good night. night. Bye.
0: It's okay. no fun. Open up your mouth, stick out your tongue. Trust the expert.
1: Trust the expert.